Happy New Year! This is Big Dog Ball Talk. Jordan Flegel, Matt Acorn. It's 2022. Almost. When you listen to this, if you're a, a true fan of, uh, of the podcast, you listen to this the last day of 2021. But for, uh, for all you in the future, uh, we're speaking to you uh, one year in the past. <laughs> oh man, uh, I crack myself up sometimes, Flegel. Let's, uh, let's get serious here, everybody. It's, uh, it's the new year. Uh, Jordan, will this finally be the year that we see a new you? I've heard so much uh, about it. Hold on. New year, new me. Same me, though. You no. see uh, Lamello say that uh, the other day. Uh, I feel the same way. Sort of new, but same old me. You, you don't want to lose, you know, you don't want to lose me, really. Do you, Matt? Mm. I mean, I'm great. It depends. There's definitely Almost things every way. There's definitely, like, um, you could get in your little chrysalid or whatever those things are called. Chrysalis, sure. the other things a butterfly folds cocoon? around themselves. Cocoon, yeah. Uh-huh. Or chrysalid. Uh, <laughs> they, no. uh, I'm sure it's something. I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like at this point, like, when you when you know enough words now, my brain just spits random shit out. And then I'm like, yep, good enough, you know? Yes. You should just um, cut everything down to phrases. Or, like, I only use stereotype, uh, like, like uh, I don't know, uh, as you said, like, you, know, you got to know when to hold them. Say something like that. That's all you got to say. Or like do like Kevin in the office when he's like, well, I use yeah. a lot of word when small word can do trick, you know? I, I like that, actually. I think that's a good way to go. I Shorter saw, is better. I actually saw a uh, an interesting thing. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, I'm sure everyone listening here has seen The Office in some capacity. Uh, so I saw the – what's his name? Uh, Kevin Bumgardner, the guy who plays yeah. Kevin, was on a podcast, and they were interviewing him, and he uh, – apologies, I don't know what the podcast was. I just saw the clip of it uh, online somewhere. Uh, he was talking about how in the finale there was actually going to be a, uh, a there was a scene that they shot and like they recorded and everything, but they ended up cutting due to uh, time constraints because um, in that the season finale or series finale, pardon me, uh, yeah. Kevin, Kevin ends up owning a bar, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so people were saying so he, he goes out and he's like, yeah, well, the way he was actually he uh, that we shot it that he gets the bar is because he after the documentary airs, everybody likes him. So when he goes out, people always want to buy a beer and have a beer with Kevin from the office. So yeah. then he keeps going to the same bar and people keep buying him drinks and he keeps saving up credit with the bar. Oh. <laughs> and then so many people buy him drinks that over time he saved up enough credit that he's able to like buy out the bar. <laughs> that was what their the storyline was going to be. In. Yeah, come on. But, that would make uh, that would have made a lot of sense for Kevin's yeah. character development. Instead of him just randomly being like, "Yep, I got a bar. We got a jukebox and everything." Yeah. <laughs> um. But everybody, yeah. Again, welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk. It's New Year's Eve. We're pumped up. I'm fired up. Uh. I mean, Flegel knows how wild uh New Year's can get. Uh. Oh. I've had a, oh, I've, yeah. had a, I've had a couple of mishaps at uh, at Flegel's get-togethers in the past. But I mean, hey, it's uh you gotta you gotta expel all your demons bringing into the the New yeah. Year's, you know. Uh, yeah. just get a little silly uh responsibly i didn't usually get too responsibly but that's not important uh what is no, important no. is uh last night the philadelphia 76ers a team that's uh been struggling a little bit uh, so far this year uh definitely a lot of injuries uh quite a few uh, pl- uh key players on the, the covid reserve throughout the season but uh able to take down the east leaders uh in the brooklyn nets uh a back and forth game a really competitive game uh, and, and we kind of got exactly what it was billed as a, a fantastic matchup between Embiid and uh, KD. Uh, but it yeah. looks like, uh, you know, Embiid's the one that's uh, waving sayonara to, uh, to yeah. KD on this one uh, on the road as well. Uh, I mean, Flegel, throughout this, through this game, I mean, 
do you think this is a how, how big of a win is this for the 76ers uh, like a team that's I think right now only seventh in the east yeah no I, I think that was a massive win and uh like really kind of marquee matchup that uh you know ended up being close down the stretch and we even got KD and MB jawing at each other it's like you know it's, it's everything you want uh in a regular season game and uh Philly just seemed like the more complete team to me um the the Nets still kind of look like the kind of like a two-headed snake uh, with uh, Harden and Durant going out and doing their thing, but no one else that really scares you, kind of even production all the way. You know, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge had 12. He played pretty well. Um, but, you know, otherwise, Patty Mills had a really bad game shooting the ball because uh, he's coming he, coming off some, you know, higher scoring games. Like on Christmas, he played really well. When, uh, yeah. you know, KD was out, he was playing really well next to Harden. Um, but you didn't get really much else from anyone else on the, the net side. But, you know, Maxi had a really good game for, for Philly, um, you know, kind of kind of showing why a lot of Philly fans and people, you know, talk about, you know, well, for Philly, we really need a point guard. We need to replace, uh, you know, Ben Simmons and get somebody good. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, just keep Maxi, keep keep developing him um, and, you know, get, get another, you know, a three or, or another wing that we can count on because, uh, you know, if he has enough games like this, um, you know, you, you, you might think that you've got something there, something homegrown that, that you can hold on to and, uh, you know, develop because he's looking yeah. like he's, he, 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 his, his shot is improving. Um, and you know, he, he can pass the ball and he's got pretty good chemistry with Embiid already. And they seem to like playing with each other. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the biggest story was Embiid's monster game and he, he really seems to be ramping his production up these last few games here. Um, and this stretch of the season. Um, and that's what's going to win Philly these these games and, mm-hmm. you know, keep them in games with the, you know, the heavy hitters like Brooklyn and Milwaukee and, you know, the, the best teams out West um, because, you know, they are still missing that, you know, glaring piece with Ben Simmons out. Like, otherwise, you, you've got a pretty mediocre team other than Embiid. Um, and that's why their record is what it is. But, uh, you know, you, you have enough shooters and, uh, complimentary players around him that if, you know, everything's working, everything's clicking, you can beat, beat a team like Brooklyn, which, you know, is, is, uh, you know, no, no slouch uh, at the top of the East, like you said. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it helps too when, uh, you know, you've got Embiid to dominate for most of the game. Um, but down the stretch of the game, we know historically it's harder for big men to get their shots off. It's harder to, you know, feed them in the post. It's easy to double them and, you know, blow things up. So it's good to have someone like, like Seth Curry who would, who would hit a massive three, mm-hmm. uh, you know, top of the key uh, three to kind of close things out. It was the dagger uh, as KD was closing out on him. And uh, he's having a hell of a season two, probably the best of his career. Uh, if, if you're just considering like shooting the ball, um, his, his splits are insane and uh, he's, he's really helping them. And, you know, he, he's kind of, playing that role that, you know, when Danny Green first came over, we thought he'd, he'd be the, you know, the, the starting shooting guard and the guy on the wing who was going to be yeah. their 3D player. But uh, they've went more with Curry and then throwing Thibel out there uh, to, to handle the defense because even though Curry's not a no-brainer. That was a well, no-brainer yeah. decision, I think, too. I mean, Thibel's the younger – he's pretty much just a younger version of Danny Green without the the well-developed jump shot at this point. And, I mean, yeah. as much as I've doubted Seth Curry for most of his career, the past couple of years, like, I've been a huge Seth Curry fan just because, I mean, he's smaller, yeah. but he always finds a way. Like, he's, he's one of the best uh, uh, finishers in the mid-range uh, in the league, actually. Uh, if you look yeah. up, you know, mid-range attempts uh, taken percentages, I mean – uh, yeah, one of the best mid-range finishers. He's crafty on the inside, uh, similar to uh, his brother. Uh, not not quite to the same level, obviously, but uh, yeah. no. Seth Seth Curry is a real baller, and I and again, you know, I don't like my short shooting guards, but uh, I do love yeah. uh, I I love myself some Seth Curry. 
Yeah, for sure. And he's, uh, you know, his, his defensive limitations have been sort of what had, like kept him, especially earlier in the, you know, in his career, kept him out of rotations and, and the fact that, yeah, he basically just is a shooter, but he does do a little bit of everything. He can, you can pass the ball too. Like you can, you can run him as the point guard. Like he had six assists mm-hmm. uh, in that game, which led the team actually uh, Tobias Harris at six as well. But um, like he, he, he can play a little quasi point guard, uh, but he's just such a good shooter that it, it does really make up for, for everything else on the, on, on the floor. And uh, as long as you've got a good defensive team around him, uh, especially if you've got someone like Embiid covering things up, uh, you know, you can afford to have him out there for sure. And uh, he's going to do stuff like this, like win you games. Uh, Cause he's just such a, you know, he's got the Curry gene, the, the pure shooter. And uh, it was a hell of a win for Philadelphia, probably with their statement win of the season so far. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, and one of the things, you know, again, we, we talked about Embiid's massive game. Uh, and of course, yeah, him waving Kevin Durant uh, off the court, which, uh, you know, we'll get to uh, yeah. in a little bit here because uh, they had a little bit of fun with it afterwards. Uh, but uh, this is the Embiid that I've talked to you guys about in the past. And I've said that I truly do believe that when he's at his like 100% best is uh, like a top, he's a top five player in the league. I don't think there's many players yeah. that I'd want on my court uh, or on my team rather uh, other than Embiid just purely based on there's nobody in the league I, that has his brand of athleticism, size and skill. I mean, he's hitting step back threes. I mean, he did bank one, uh, yeah. but I mean, okay, if it goes in, it counts. Uh, that, that's all that matters. But uh, yeah, a, a huge physical force on the inside. He can pass the ball well when needed. I mean, he's not, uh, he's not Jokic, but he can definitely make the the nice read here and there. Nothing too flashy. Uh, yeah. and, and that's kind of what we saw tonight. Like he definitely, he, he's, 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 he's somebody that doesn't get enough credit for, you know, being the star. Uh, yeah. I feel. A lot of times people, you know, they shit on, you know, the Westbrooks of the world or even Lillard uh, for most of this season. Uh, you know, stars who aren't playing big when they need to be playing big. Uh, yeah. And I feel like there hasn't really been, at least in the last couple of years, I can't think of a single game where Embiid's just completely, you know, uh, just shot the the Sixers in the foot and had a horrendous yeah. game. I feel like whenever they have a big game. Except for the know, one, it was it was the Marcus Gasol game. Well, uh, the I first mean, game back. Anytime he goes yeah. up against Gasol, he's, uh, he put up a goose egg. Yeah, but other Marcus Gasol. You're right. Well, yes. Yeah. And I was going to say like in the playoffs, he's always been amazing except for, yeah, except for against Marcus Saul, Marcus Saul is his daddy. But I mean, yeah. uh, but, but I mean, that's, that's, again, that's one of the best defensive teams we've seen in, uh, in, in our, in our era, essentially uh, in that yeah. 2019 Raptors. And I mean, Marcus Saul is no slouch, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I'm very proud and very happy uh, to see him be balling out like that. Uh, Cause again, he, I think he's good for the culture. He's good for the game. Uh, he's exciting. Yeah. Uh, he's marketable. So I think that, uh, that's definitely a guy that, uh, you know, the league should, you know, give him a little bit more of a push. I mean, uh, I, I love myself some Abid. Uh On top of that, you know, you were talking about Tyrese Maxey. Uh, a big thing, who, who'd thunk that if the they have a point guard that can shoot, that things would go a little bit more smoothly, yeah, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah. hitting, f- hitting five trays on the night. Yeah. Uh, maybe the Lakers should uh, should watch some film on this one and see, you know, what, what went right there. Uh, because that, that's, that's really all you need. I mean, uh, as, as much as I love taking it into the paint and, uh, you know, watching guys just post up and, uh, you know, uh, have some, some smash mouth basketball. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to have somebody reliable to kick it out to. And, uh, I definitely don't think Maxie's that guy at this point in his career. Uh, I think this was, uh, you know, he, he, he performed a little bit above his pay grade, uh, at least from shooting from deep this game. Uh, yeah. but I mean, Hey, he, he's hitting the open shots. He's hitting the ones he needs to hit. Uh, and again, if he can shoot like, 
37%, 38% from deep. I mean, that's a huge, uh, huge get for the Sixers right now. Uh, just if you need a young point guard to start uh, facilitating since again, it doesn't look like Ben Simmons is going to be traded anytime soon. So, uh, no. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Maybe the does the deadline keeps poking its head around the corner. I mean, we still got a couple months to go. Uh, but again, everybody uh, who listens to, to this podcast, you know that we're all about our trade talks, which uh, that's a little bit of foreshadowing. We'll get to that uh, later on in the podcast. Um, yep. But uh, And then my last big takeaway, other than, you know, and, I, and I'm going to talk about the Nets right here, um, yeah. you know, Harden, good, good performance, actually. I, th- I thought he played really well. Um, still he's been a little bit... so much better. Yeah. He, he, he's been, he, like, looking like his old, old self again, mm-hmm. which is a good sign for the Nets. He's still a little bit slow, I thought. I don't know if it's yeah, just not, me, yeah. but, like, no, he definitely, I, right. I mean, a 33-point triple-double uh, a game, you know, you still lose the game. But, uh, as you said, I mean, it's hard to win when you only have the two guys uh, as your support. He, he looks slow, but it's back because he's, he's shooting free throws again. Like, he's getting to the yeah. line. He got 18, 18 tries uh, last night. Like, that's where he gets, you know, it's classic card, and that's where he gets most of his points. But, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and then the last thing I want to say just about the, the Nets, though, they got to make those jerseys their primary. Same with the court. I love the New Jersey colors. I don't – like, the Brooklyn yeah. ones were – I don't know. The Brooklyn jerseys, like, are they're, they're, I thought they were really cool when they first came just because they were different, you know. It's the black and white. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm just kind of like, they're so boring. And for a team that's got so much hype and so much like, uh, you know, intrigue around them, those yeah. jerseys are clean where it's kind of like they mixed, you know, the, the, the Jason Kidd and Vince Carter era, uh, with like their colors with like the draws and Petrovich, uh, yeah, it's cool. those are yeah. beautiful jerseys. And I, yeah, I think those should be the primary cause those ones are a lot nicer to, to they're visually appealing. And again, I don't like, and I was thinking about this when I was watching, I'm like, this is there any other team in the NBA wear navy? I, I don't think so. I Maybe, think this uh, this this uh, the uh, not the Sixers. Sorry, uh, the Thunder had that one. Uh, the, they had the navy one when I think it was my KD. It might have been like his last year. It was like the strip down, like the middle. You know what I mean? Like it was like this. Oh like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Thunder. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe they've had another one that was Navy, but not a lot of teams wear Navy in the NBA. It looks nice. It pops. It's different. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it let's does. Get some Navy in there. Everybody, uh, everybody looks good in some Navy. Agree, agree. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I, I'm usually for the the throwback or, uh, you know, jerseys that embrace past uh, logos and color schemes. Because uh, yeah, the the Brooklyn, like normally you have like three colors to play with at least mm-hmm. when you've got like a jersey, but Brooklyn's just black and white, like their 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 new logo. Like there's there's really not, uh, you know, not much to work with. So yeah, hundred percent. I'm for the throwback, and uh, yeah, tough loss for the Nets uh, overall. But uh, you know, your your two main guys uh, in Harden and Durant played well. I, I guess that's all you can ask for. And you know, hope yeah. you, you're just putting a lot of faith though, uh, time and time again in all your other guys hitting their open shots. Um, and you know, it seems like when they, when they shoot well, you tend to win. Um, and when you, they, they don't, you're, you're going to be in a cl- tough game and it's, it's going to be close. That's, that's why you really need, you know, if you can get them, I don't know if it'll be part-time or what, but you know, it's, it's, it's coming soon in the Kyrie return. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you, it'd be nice to have a, another guy out there, uh, who can chip in because then you're not going to be relying on those other guys, uh, so much, uh, you're, you're going to have you know, the, the three headed snake rather than two and yeah. you know, points points from, from those three guys will, will usually put you over the top as long as they're playing well. So, you know, tough loss for the Nets. They were in it till the end. Um, still a good team, but uh, they need Kyrie. Who would have thunk that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not me, but 
We got and this is, has nothing to do with this. I'm just going to throw this out there because this is kind of like uh, it's, it's recorded history. So if I, if I if I decide to listen back to this, I'll remember it. Uh, or maybe <laughs> someone else will hear it and it'll pass on. Uh, if there's ever another team that has like a like four all stars or like four really good players, we should call yeah. it a, not a three headed not like a three headed monster or something. You know, let's just start calling them a Hydra. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool, eh? I, I mean, I think Very it's cool. Good. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a fucking loser. I don't know. Probably. No, no. I mean, you are, but not because yeah. that, that was that's probably your best take on this podcast. Nice, nice. Um, hey, I'll, I'll I like that. it. Uh, and then the last thing on the game we, we wanted to touch on. I mean, after the game, uh, you know, the the, the Nets missed their uh, their last shot, and Bede gathers the rebound and then turns to Kevin Durant and so waves, go home, go home, get lost, <laughs> KD. Again, KD loves the trash talk. He loves uh, the intensity of the game, so he's just laughing. But then there's the a screen grab of them at the end uh, and beads at one end of the court and Katie's at the other end. They're both staring at each other, aggressively <laughs> giving each other thumbs up. And uh, I was dying because I saw somebody do a side by side comparison. And have you seen that video where the guys just keep flipping each other off in the street? No, no. If, if, for people who people who are listening, maybe you know it. Uh, yeah, it's just literally two guys just keep going back and forth, flipping each other off on the, these random guys on the street. Um, but that's the, that's kind of what it seemed like. And then the, you know the reporters asked KD after the game, like, do you think Embiid went too far? And he's like, no, I don't think I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was completely fine, which is true. Yeah. But again, yeah, at least Kevin Durant, for someone who gets called soft and a snake and whatever, and yeah, he had his whole Twitter fingers thing. He doesn't do that. Like Kevin Durant's pretty much like he's ready to embrace the hate. Like he's uh, oh, yeah. he, he's, he's more than it. comfortable, uh, you know, getting into those situations. So I'm I'm very happy to you know see two guys able to trash talk and not just take this into some giant beef or you know whatever else you yeah. want to call it. Like I mean, if this was pretty much any other star in the NBA, I guarantee they'd be going. Yeah, it's really disrespectful. We'll see what that guy gets, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, come on, man. Like, it's, it's a, it was a close yeah. game. It was an intense game. It's a big game. Uh, you know, let the trash talk happen, and then you can go out and, you know, live your life after. I mean, it's uh, – but that, that's the thing. It gets so personal. I mean, uh, and it was a heated game. I remember uh, in the game, it happened twice, actually. One was Georges Nyang, uh, and the other was uh, – I think it was uh, Tyrese Maxey. Both hit corner threes right in front of the Nets bench. Both of them turned yeah. around and started jawing at the Nets bench. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so obviously the Nets were all, all as a whole, you know, they were, they were really, uh, you know, trying to distract them from the sideline even. So, Hey, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, this would be a, an exciting playoff series. I would definitely be down. Cause again, oh, yeah. kind of, oh, yeah. it's, it, it's a good matchup because it's, nobody's going to be able to guard Embiid, but nobody's really going to be able to stop KD and Harden. So it's yeah, going to be, you yeah. know, you get that perfect matchup where you get to see the stars go out. Um, but yeah. And then if Kyrie comes back and he's able to play, I mean, hold that then it becomes a whole different thing. And then you got to figure out, you know, what games he's playing, what games he's not, but yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when the time comes. Cause right now I still can't wrap my head around the fact that Kyrie is actually going to be a part-time player. Uh, I know. But I know. if you want to hear more of our takes on that, uh, go check out uh, our episode. Uh, Kyrie's back, but not really. Uh, I think it was a couple <laughs> weeks ago, still relevant to now. Uh, we're going to move on now. Uh, the uh, Draymond green, uh, you may know him, former defensive player of the year. Uh, he said Draymond, uh, he came out after yesterday's postponement of, uh, or I guess, pardon me, Thursday night's postponement of, uh, the Nets versus, or the Nets, the Warriors versus the Nuggets, uh, yeah. after multiple Nuggets players, uh, were testing positive for COVID and, uh, he went, he took to Twitter, uh, he got his Twitter fingers running and he started, uh, you know, pretty much bashing the league. And I, I definitely, there, there's definitely some legs to the argument. I mean, uh, essentially for to, to summarize for anyone who hasn't seen the tweets um, Draymond came out and pretty well said you know on Tuesday night uh, the Warriors had a lot of uh, COVID implications a lot of guys missing out of their lineup uh, 
and uh, you know Wiggins still had 21, so I don't know how he can really complain. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they lost to the the same Nuggets team on the the Tuesday game, uh, and uh, you know Draymond came out and said, "Well, why is this? Uh, like, how come you can pick and choose games that are postponed, whereas you know uh, they could have postponed it for the Warriors on the Tuesday, but they didn't want to. But then they and it, and it was it was a it was a last second postponement. I think it was like." Uh, like five or six o'clock Eastern when I think I got the notification, yeah. something like that. So like, it wasn't like, uh, it, it wasn't like it was a good heads up. Like it was a couple yeah. hours away from tip off. So um, I mean, I, I definitely think Draymond has uh, has the right to, you know, be frustrated with this. And I think a lot of other players do because it is kind of, it's, it's weird to think like I, 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 and again, we're homers for the Raptors. And I mean, fuck, I don't think the Raptors are getting the benefit of the doubt. They've been playing with, uh, they were playing with four uh, original guys in their lineup. We talked about this when we talked about the, the Cavs blowout uh, yeah. that they went through. I mean, it's definitely, it seems like the league's really, really, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think it's like a conspiracy or anything, but I mean, it, it definitely, it doesn't seem like they're picking fairly. It seems like some teams are definitely getting a little bit more uh, preference than others. Yeah. Well, it's, it's weird. Cause I, I like to know, I thought they initially I thought they would only postpone a game if you didn't have the required amount of players to like suit up, which is yeah. eight. Yeah. And that's what I said about the nuggets uh, in last night, Thursday night's game. Um, you know, why they, why they couldn't uh, go and why that game was ultimately postponed. But, um, but then it's like when, when, the, when they made the Raptors play um, back when they lost to the Cavs by a million, um, they didn't, they didn't have eight of like their normal guys. Like they had eight, if you include like the replacement guys that they like yeah. just signed. But then I'm also like, if, if you're a team and if you could know that the league was going to postpone your game for you, uh, if you didn't have your eight, like normal roster guys, then it's probably better. I mean, you can make the decision, but it, it would be better to just say, okay, we don't have eight. We're going to like wait till our guys are out of protocols or mm-hmm. at least some of them till we have eight rather than signing all these guys, you know, you're going to just fucking like meet for like the Finch in Minnesota, uh, you know, came out, they, everyone's signing a bunch of replacement players and someone asked him about Greg Monroe and he's like, like how many minutes is he going to get? And he's like, I don't know. I just met him half an hour ago. Yeah. Like these, these, these games, like, yeah, we're playing them and it's, but it's supposed to be like entertainment, like a product. And we want to see like good basketball out there. And it's, I guess it's kind of fun and you do what you have to do, uh, you know, in the situation being that it's COVID and everything, but like, uh, at a certain point, I'm like, just postpone a game rather than have these crazy ass blowouts that no mm-hmm. one's going to like watch and enjoy uh, with players that we don't even know. Um, so like, it, I, I just wish I knew the system because it, it does feel like certain teams, uh, you know, are getting slightly different treatment and different scenarios are, mm-hmm. you know, happening and they're, they're, they're ending up differently. And uh, yeah, it, it would just, it would just be nice to know because um, yeah, the, the Nuggets game, uh, they, they didn't have eight players. Um, but, uh, like I said, like, I think there's been other scenarios where there, there haven't been, uh, and, and the games have went ahead. So I, I agree with Draymond in that sense. Um, but I also am like, um, if, if the Warriors, uh, on Tuesday night had those eight players, uh, cause the Warriors aren't too, too badly ravaged. Like they haven't had Steph Curry out, which, mm-hmm. uh, is, you know, as long as they've got him and, you know, it doesn't even matter who else they, you know, they'll, they'll have a chance to win some games. Um, like if they still had eight uh, on, on Tuesday's game, then I don't know why Draymond's like complaining. Cause it's pretty like uh, easy scenario to compare. Like the nuggets didn't have eight players uh, to go. They postponed the game before each team, you know, on Tuesday did have eight players to report. So the game went ahead. So like, if it's going to be as simple as that, I don't, I don't see why he's complaining, but 
I do understand his larger point that it's, uh, you know, it, it's weird. I, I, no one really knows what the league is doing mm-hmm. and why some games are postponed and some aren't. Well, and then he took it a step further as well, uh, you know, to point out the fact that even when the league does postpone, then that just means that they have to make up for it down the line. Uh, yeah, sure. and, and that means that they get less of a, and he put it in quotations, break. Uh, because again, yeah. uh, the break they usually get is uh, the all-star weekend. And then, I mean, the top players don't even get that break. Uh, they get yeah. usually, I think, two to three days post uh, all-star game. Uh, and I mean, not that, I, I mean, Dream, I'm sure he'll be around for the all-star festivities. I don't think he'll yeah. be, uh, he won't be an all-star by any means. Uh, I mean, who, I actually, he might be. who knows? He might, he, he could get a reserve role. I mean, that's the coach's yeah. vote. And I mean, the, the, the Warriors, well, are the Warriors are going to have two, the Warriors are going to have two, right? Well, so. Wiggins and Wiggins and Curry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah. I, and we're going to have a full episode. This is a bit of a, a sneak peek, I guess. Uh, the, uh, we're going to be doing our, uh, our starting five, uh, for the all-star game. We'll, uh, we'll yep. show you guys what our, ballots are looking like for the east and the west uh for the front court i'm honestly i'm i'm kind of starting to talk myself into the fact that wiggins is honestly he's pretty close to being deserving like if you look at the front court in the west the top players not very strong no so i mean i i don't think it's gonna happen i don't think it's gonna happen i'm not getting my hopes up but i think that it's like if you can go on like a couple more good scoring performances like i don't like wiggins could get a reserve role i I know i'm really reaching for it but it's not this would be possible this would be the year. If it was yeah. going to happen, it would be – and, yeah, he would have to go on a crazy run right now to really pull everyone's attention. Yeah. Um, but uh, – Draymond I mean, would get the nod before he does, for sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Draymond's obviously been more important having a better year, but people like offense, and uh, I don't know, man. Uh, the Warriors need two. It, it, it's, it's close. Like, I, yeah. I would still give it to Draymond, obviously, but, uh, you know, if I was going to pick two from, from Golden State. But uh, I would say Wiggins is like a close third. Oh, for uh, sure. And so, I mean, so you, we'll could, you could draw hairs between, yeah, you can draw hairs between him and pool, but you, you just got to hope for the fan vote, man. You got to spam that uh, yeah. you know, every night. You should be at your computer. You should be. Yeah. We got to get that big dog ball talk, uh, vote. Shift yeah, everyone, I mean, like the, the Georgians for Zaza Pachulia a couple of years ago, which made it change the entire rule since he was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, like a thousand votes away from starting the all-star game that year. I was yeah. like four points and one rebound. That was a crazy, crazy time to be alive uh everyone vote for andrew wiggins three times today yeah uh, and tell a friend all all devices that you can possibly log into you you need to be doing yeah. it um but yeah the, the, the last thing i also want to bring up uh another player because again everybody uh we're seeing the theme here of a lot of these players that i got really invested in young uh same draft i believe as andrew wiggins yes it was yes yes it was um i, I again such a wasted name uh, that they called the, the, it was the 2014 draft and there was a lot of uh, good Canadian talent. And they said it was the sons of Naismith draft because uh, oh it was uh, Wiggins. Uh, Joey and- Carruthers is the sons of Naismith. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah it's true. That is true. Um, but uh, one, one, there was multiple players. Dwight Powell was a second round pick that year. Uh, what the, yeah. Kelly Olenek wasn't included that year. Um Tyler Ennis, uh, who played yeah. for uh, was, was a Syracuse mm-hmm. legend, uh, ended up going to yeah. the Suns. The Raptors almost got him. He got drafted at number twenty. Yeah, the Raptors had, then they took Bruno Caboclo at twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what a, I mean, either way, I think Bruno might have actually got more NBA playing time than Tyler did. So I mean, uh, it all worked <laughs> yeah. out, I guess. Um, but one of the players that was taken to the top ten, I think it was eighth or ninth. The team, uh, I don't, I can't remember the team. It's a purple team. Um, but uh, Sauce Castillo. Nick Stauskas back now. He's on a 10-day with the Miami Heat because he, uh, he yeah. wasn't able to clear uh, clear protocols with the Raptors uh, who had originally taken him. Uh, yeah. Hey, 
they need him. Maybe they'll get a, a Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Sasuke Steel, uh back like, like a full like just white boy oh, yeah. shooter lineup. I mean, let's let's go. I'm here for it. I mean, uh, this is what you want to see, right, Draymond? That's not. Uh, let's just keep <laughs> signing all these weird random guys. Uh, again, Lance Stevenson should be on a. He should be able to walk into any arena on any given night, and they will have a jersey ready for him for him to suit up. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, hey, hey do you see the, the 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 heat of Mario Chalmers again too? Uh, yes, which is amazing. Rio. And Chris Bosch tweeted, uh, "Hey, should we get the pick and roll back together?" And he was like, "I'm healthy," and like I emoji, and I I couldn't quite tell if he's he was joking, but oh, that would be insane. Be trolling. I mean, that Chris Bosch coming back would be awesome. That would be awesome. I mean, I, that's what I've been saying for a while. I, I said it, and again, not to this is because we're focused on the NBA, but I said that actually before all this madness happened. Like, I, could, I kind of low key spoke this into existence, but for uh, for NFL, uh, there was a lot of cases going on a couple weeks ago, and yeah. uh, I had said that, and it was a lot of quarterbacks in particular, and I was like, uh, you know, I, I can't remember the game. There was two starting quarterbacks out, and I said they should just sign uh, like Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, put them on each yeah. team one day, they get to play. <laughs> Uh, oh I, I was like, yeah, they should start like signing all these legends that are still in shape. Like you see some of these guys, they still look good. Reggie, uh, Reggie Miller was even getting some shots up. Uh, he's 56 oh. and he was saying he could get a 10 day right now. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Let's, let's, let's get Michael Jordan, get him on the bulls one more yeah, time when they play the fun. Lakers. Yeah. Let's see, let's like, see uh, MJ versus LeBron. I want to see it. Uh, uh, I mean, if there's any time for it to kind of make sense, why not do it now? I mean, there'll probably yeah. be a little bit of, uh, you know, issues there because he's the owner of the Hornets. But, I mean, uh, you know, who cares? Let's that, let's just yeah. make this happen. Let's get some guys back there. I want to see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. One last sky hook. He <sighs> can try and pad his stats. Pad his stats. LeBron can't catch him anymore. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, yeah. the all-time scoring leader. I want Hakeem back on the Raptors. Uh, mm. You know, back when he you know, taught himself at all. He'd, be, he'd do basically the same thing. You just got to, you know, get down in the post, catch the ball, do a few little turnarounds. He could still do that. I mean, Hakeem beat everyone with his footwork and trickery. You could probably still score on any of the big men today. They'd, have, they'd be, you know, put them in the spin cycle, they'd be done. I feel like uh, most of those, like the like most retired athletes, you know, they don't really go super out of shape. Like it does happen. Yeah. Like I think Charles Barkley. Who, <laughs> yes. Credit to him. Credit to him. He did lose a lot of weight, but I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. and and he's older. Like he's got to be close to sixty at this point now. Um, yeah. If not, if not older. Um. But yeah, he's one of the only guys I can think of that like like I would probably rather have Kareem play than than Charles. I'm not gonna lie, because Kareem's yeah, still yeah. slender. He still he looks real young for his age. So hey, well. No, I Bill oh, Russell's yeah. still kicking you. around, man. Bill, Bill Russell, he, he's he's out there in Seattle. He he can walk still, I think. Uh, he would he would Get give out there. some he would dish out some hard ass fouls. Oh my god! And he would just it would all be the Kevin Love like full court baseball pass. He just yeah. grab a board, pass it. He but he would just stay in the back, but like his under his basket, I think. Yeah, I don't do think he'd be able to. Yeah. He'd just be a defender and defensive rebounder and uh, flip you know, people he, off. He'd help somebody out. He, could, could the Celtics not use their old legend, Bill Russell, right now? They're, hey. they're going through it. They're, they, they're, they need they're having a rough help track. down low. Oh, my God. Maybe Robert he comes back, the Celtics go off, he wins ring number 12. <laughs> could be, uh, and he has to hand the award to himself. Could be great. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, but to move on here, uh, we kind of alluded to a trade earlier in the podcast, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the trade rumor right now, uh, and that's between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the L.A. Lakers. Uh, our first trade, around. baby. Our first yep. trade. Rolling not around. official yet. But. Yeah, not official. But I I can't see why this wouldn't happen. Uh, but uh, the Cavs reportedly are looking to go out and grab Rajon Rondo uh, from the Lakers, uh, someone who's kind of been stashed away, not playing too much for them. Uh, and I mean, again, he doesn't fit them for what they need right now. So I'm, I'm not super surprised about that, but man, 
the biggest takeaway for this though, again, the only reason this is even happening, uh, we want to send our, uh, our, our prayers up to, uh, to Ricky Rubio, tricky Ricky right. was having honest, probably the best year of his career. If, if not oh, one of those, right. yeah, yeah. um, yeah. and, and he tore his ACL in a game where he had 27, 13 and 10 or something like a, yeah. a, a beautiful performance. Um, it was yeah, having a, a huge, huge reason for why the, the Cavs were doing so well this season, but, uh, unfortunately, uh, he's, he's going, he's not going to be returning the rest of the season. Hopefully he comes back next year, uh, fully healthy and can, uh, you know, keep this up. Cause yeah, I think he's actually, he's aged like fine wine. Ricky Rubio really has, oh, yeah. I feel like every year, no matter where he goes, he's been like a good impact player. Even that year he was on the suns, uh, yeah. you know, oh, he, yeah. he didn't do a ton, but that was kind of in that, uh, you know, changing the he helped them a lot. Yeah. And uh, that yeah, was, well, he, he won me that 50 bucks from you, man. That was the season. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was going to say he definitely got Devin Booker more involved. Uh, yeah. But uh, again, I think so right now the Cavs are like, shit, who can we get that can kind of fill that void that's similar? So it's like, oh, old guy that's really good at passing and doesn't really want to do anything else but do that. Oh, let's get Rondo. Yeah. Not the same, but close. No. Not the no. same, but close. Because, I, I mean, Rondo is a way worse shooter not near i don't think he's near as athletic as uh, as rubio at this point uh in no. their careers uh i think rubio is a little bit taller uh not by much uh, i always forget how small rondo is because he's got the huge wingspan uh yeah. like yeah. You, you'll definitely get a step up on defense but i just don't know how the rondo and garland backcourt would look compared to the rubio and uh rubio and garland uh yeah but, i mean like jordan like I, i'm i'm not like i i get why they would do it i'm not opposed to the trade but i definitely don't think that you know rondo starting is exactly gonna be uh gonna be keeping the Cavs in uh the top echelon of uh of the east yeah yeah i would i would much rather i mean fine if you want to trade for rondo but like i i don't really we, we've talked about this before i i don't actually want darius garland playing shooting guard that much i, I think yeah. he should be the point guard he's 6-1 um, and he, he can pass the ball. He's averaging seven assists uh, per game this year, almost seven and a half. Um, and he can, so like he, he's proven he can both score and, and, you know, set guys up at the same time. And, you know, wh why not run him out there at, at point guard? And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's wing players that the Cavs really need. Um, so, you know, I, I wouldn't, yeah, I, I wouldn't start uh, Rondo and, and, and Garland. I'd, I'd much rather go get uh, a shooting guard of some kind, like a, a, a good defender who you can put next to him, who can, who can hit shots. Um, and you know, do a little bit of everything. Like th that would be much more useful, I think, than uh, mm -hmm. th than someone like Rondo. Um, but you know, they're they're going off of the success that they know. The the Rubio and and Garland, technically two point guard uh, backcourt, was was working really well for them, as you mentioned. But uh, yeah, Rondo and Rubio are completely different. And not to mention, Rondo doesn't even wake up to the playoffs. So you know, he, he's not he's not going to help you now during the regular season. He's uh, a, a guy that uh you know really picks and chooses uh when he plays hard um and, and and when he can make an impact uh and you know look at him this year on the lakers uh he really hasn't done much at all they haven't really been using him or playing him uh that's mostly because the you know all his minutes have, have went to westbrook obviously but uh you know i i don't think it's as good of a fit uh especially because that's one thing that has allowed rubio's career to be a little bit prolonged here uh and you know what's allowed him to be successful is he's become a better shooter like when he first came into the league he was not that good of a shooter, especially yeah. from, from three. Um, and it was hard, you know, that, that kind of was one of the reasons he, he didn't take off and become like a, you know, top five point guard, like people thought he would, um, but he's gotten, yeah. yeah, but, but he's gotten way better at that. Um, and he's been able to be, you know, sort of off ball shooter and a guy who can still attack. And 
Rondo offensively is really not much uh, of anything uh, these days. Uh, he, he can still pass the ball. He's still got those instincts, but he still is a horrendous shooter uh, and uh, not a guy who, like when, when he was younger, he used to slither in there and, you know, get his own mm-hmm. bucket sometimes, but he really doesn't even do that much anymore. Um, so he's kind of a one trick pony. And I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm, I, it's a good addition. You'd rather have him than not, but mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a way downgrade from Rubio and, uh, I, I would have rather, you know, uh, hopefully they're active getting other guys that uh, what they really need is wings. Like uh, that, that, that's what would really help this team. They don't have any wings right now. They basically just have a Coro and, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Chetty. Uh, and you know, Chetty. that's, that's, that's all they've got. Otherwise they've got, you know, a team of big men and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're obviously doing really well, but that's who they could use more than a point guard. So uh, I, I don't love that uh, for the Cavs, but uh, it's also hilarious for the Lakers that it was supposed to be, you know, the Rondo reunion, mm-hmm. the guy who yeah. helped deliver them the, the championship. Everyone's back, Rondo and Dwight, but uh, he hasn't really been even playing this year. I honestly have like forgotten he's on the team. I don't think yeah. I've seen him out there for one minute of play, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're going with Avery Bradley over him recently and the replacement guys even, uh, you know, they, they picked up Stanley Johnson and, uh, these other guys, but uh, yeah, so uh, it's okay for the Cavs. I'm kind of lukewarm on it, but that's how uh, I bad the Lakers have been. I actually saw people tweeting that they want uh, Stanley Johnson signed for the rest of the season. Yeah. Trust me, yeah. you don't, you don't no. want that. But no, no, no. He's good in the fun games, the games that don't matter. That's yeah. fun. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, anything more than that, no. Yeah, when when the when the Raptors would pull out like their their five bench uh, players to start and they would rest everybody else for like the last game of the year against like the Pistons or something, then yeah, he'd pull up like he'd go off. five and then yeah, uh, but yeah, and then whenever you know you need him to come off the bench and do something, it's like oh, I'm gonna shoot two for nine. Yeah, um, but uh, sure. enough Stanley Johnson slander. Um, I, I I just whipped up a quick mock trade just uh in the time we were talking. Okay, wow. Um, it's not a good trade. Well, I, mean, it, it, I mean, it makes sense, but it's a, I mean, it's a trade for Rondo right now. So, I mean, it's not, uh, I, I don't think it's anything crazy. So uh, obviously the Cavs land Rondo uh, yep. and then the Lakers in this chance, uh, they would end up getting uh, another Canadian boy, Kevin Pangos, uh, oh, yeah. as well as a, a second round pick this year from the Spurs. I mean, I think that they probably Ooh. want the second pick and then you have a, a floor spacing point guard uh in pangos that maybe you can give him some burn i mean you need someone to stretch the floor uh on really both sides of your unit but it's a bench of the starting five so uh yeah you know i think it's an even trade it's a boring trade but it's a trade yeah yeah for sure and yeah we'll see if that the lakers go with because yeah rondo's salary is so small the Cavs might just be able to absorb it without sending anyone back yeah uh, but it's only uh, 2.6 million so yeah they, they probably yeah. could just absorb it yeah because uh i think I think I saw that one of the reasons like the, the, the Lakers wanted to trade Rondo too, was just to open up an, an extra roster spot. So yeah, we'll see if they're, they kind of picked Cleveland cause they've got an eye, their eye on someone there, like, like Pango. So it would be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they could always use more shooters um, or if, you know, they, they're going to wait for the buyout market or, or, or see what they can do. Um, that's usually the, the route that those, uh, you know, salary strap teams go, they look for a buyout guy and sign him for the rest of the year. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see because we've talked about it before, too. Like the Lakers, they're trying to make moves to improve their team, but they don't yeah. really have anywhere to go. Like the, unless they're going to trade Horton Tucker, which uh, I think is looking, uh, you know, it, it seems 50-50 right now whether someone wants to take a chance on him. I think if the Lakers could get a decent deal for him, they, they'd do it in a heartbeat. I don't think he's yeah. – uh, I don't think he's really been sort of the guy that's uh, – 
put confidence in that organization being like, Oh yeah, you, you did a great job keeping me and, you know, not, not trading for Kyle Lowry and whoever else was on the table for me last year. That was, uh, you know, that, that doesn't seem like the best move. Uh, he has not been playing well th- this year at all, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the Lakers can do. Cause yeah, I, I, I honestly think the Cavs are just making the best of this. You know, if they, they, uh, you know, found out Rondo's uh, available to be traded, they're, they're just stocking up. But I think this, kind of says more about the Lakers just kind of desperately floundering around over there trying to make any move they can to, you know, free a spot or, you know, get another minimum guy in there. But, um, you know, minimum guys are minimum guys for a reason, uh, unfortunately. Like they're they're, they're not always going to help you. Sometimes they're going to hurt you. And, uh, yeah, you saw even with Isaiah Thomas, you you got a guy, everyone was hyped about him, but uh, just a small 10-day stint. But he got picked up with the Maverick. Maverick's legend, man. He's, uh, He's already getting buckets. Yeah. People love just being like, oh, Isaiah Thomas's first uh, bucket with his eighth NBA team. <laughs> I was actually trying to break. I was uh, last night when I was uh, I was thinking about you know getting the slate ready for the show. I was like, how many teams has Isaiah Thomas played for? I think I got to six, but I think that there's more that I'm forgetting. Like for some reason, I feel like he was on the Warriors at one point. I don't think he was, like, because he's done more than one ten day. Yeah, he was, he was the Kings. Damn it, um, oh. <laughs> purple team. Uh, yeah. He was, uh, yeah, them, then the Suns, then the uh, then the Celtics, Celtics, then the Cavs, then yeah. back to the Lakers, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah. But still, that's only four teams. Um, and then who was the – there was a team – and I knew this last night. There was a fifth team that I knew. I mean, obviously now the Mavericks. Um, but there was another team after that he had – oh, the Wizards. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, when, yeah. when was he on the Wizards? Yeah, uh, he was on the Wizards two, three years ago. It might even be longer ago, to be honest. Okay, okay. He was yeah, actually, exactly. It wasn't even just like a 10-day. Like, I think they signed him like halfway through the year. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he yeah, wasn't horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could have been even like four years ago. Time, Time's a crazy thing these days. Um, but, yeah, so he's been on like at least six teams as far as uh, yeah. as my count goes. Uh, yeah. The Mavericks being the sixth team. So, and, and who knows? Maybe we'll, we're, we're in store for more. Um, but – uh, t- to move on here, uh, as we said in the, the top of the podcast, uh, it's New Year's Eve as of recording this. And if you're listening to this, you're listening to this in the new year. And I'm sure uh, as Jordan is, uh, you're trying to find a, a New Year's resolution to uh, better yourself for the, for the, the coming year. Uh, last year, I learned I, I took a month of uh, trying to learn German and uh, I successfully did learn some German in that one month okay, that I, I was learning. Um, I, I wouldn't say I speak it a Deutsch yet, but uh, <laughs> I mean... Uh, if I went there, I could definitely, I could, I could spout out a couple words and I'd be like, okay, I guess this guy's trying. Hey Matt, um, check, check this out. Check this out. Zero. In Chuldigong. Nice. In yeah. There you go. Right. Hey, there you right. go. You sound like my Duolingo app. What does that mean? I don't know, man, but I keep hearing it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it means, excuse me. I, I tried to learn uh, German. Yeah. I, I think that is what it is. Cause I was going to say, I was like, yeah. uh, that, that sounds like one of the basic ones you have to hear. And it repeats like <laughs> 10 times. Yeah. Uh, I'm the one, the one, the one word I kept taking away was spice carta. What is this? What does that's, this mean? That's a menu. Oh, a restaurant. You guys say, uh, spice carta bitte. You know? <laughs> Pretty good, you right? Like a fucking murderer in, uh, in German, man. You know, how no. people's, uh, I'd be a know, tough guy. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I'd be yeah, a real, I'd be a goon. Uh, but, uh, back to the new year's resolutions that are really attainable. Uh, you know, we, we've compiled a, a new year's resolution for each team in the NBA, and uh, we're just going to rifle through each team and, you know, what their, their new year's resolution should be. Uh, we're going to kick things off with uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, and you know what? The, the Hawks, 
this year coming up 2022, you got to let go of the past. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm not just saying, you know, yes. uh, look past all the bad losses, the fact that you were so close to, to beating the shorthanded box without Giannis and you weren't able to do it. Um, I'm more so talking what Trey Young needs to shave his head. Um, <laughs> he's got to let go of it, man. He, uh, it's, it's, it, he's gotten some kind of like, uh, you know, he's got like the Jalen Rose fillers. I don't know, like, like LeBron maybe set him up with a guy. I don't know. Uh, but just let it go. Let go of it, Trey. Uh, we're, we're, I'm going bald too, man. And the, where, get, get yourself a baseball cap. I don't know. I don't know if you're allowed to play in a baseball cap, but do something, man. Yeah, you, you know how go weird bald Trey Young would look. I can't even. I can't even imagine. But he's like, got a little bit of a beard. I think he'd look cool. I think he'd look tough. I, he, oh my god! He'd well, look even I, more I like see, a irritant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he'd look. Yeah, New York would really, really give it to him. But oh, uh, yeah, yeah pro- probably a good. good yeah, j- just rip the bandaid off. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah you're right. Let go of the past, Hawks. Yeah. Um, for the Celtics, Boston Celtics, uh, <clears throat> your New Year's resolution to be uh, maybe embrace some of your past. Your New Year's resolution should be to bring back Isaiah Thomas. If everyone's getting a 10 day, why can't they sign Isaiah Thomas? I mean, just for the yeah. culture of it all. Uh, yes. I mean, he said he wants to do it. The fans want him back. There's no reason that he shouldn't be there. Uh, I mean, Danny Ainge isn't there anymore, so there shouldn't be really too much bad blood at this point. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean Brad Stevens, make the call, man. Bring back Isaiah Thomas. We need to see yes. it four back in uh, in in Boston. The crowd would go nuts. Oh, they, they'd love it. They'd love it, and it'd give them something to, uh, you know, one of the only things that they've had recently to be happy about. So yes, do it. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets get vaccinated in 2022. <laughs> that's the uh, that's probably one of the most important things. Good luck. Yeah. Because uh, if you do that, then you'll you'll win a title. So I mean. I- uh, I would like to see Kyrie's like resolutions. They're probably like, you know, sage more. That's what uh, I was to say. Uh, research, research, uh, you know, or, or debunk the round earth theory. You know, he's got a, a lot of resolutions, I'm sure, but not, not the right ones, I don't think, or, or not ones that are going to get him back on the court quickly. So you're right. Start experimenting with a plant based vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, probably he's probably, he's just gonna show up one day and be like, "Yeah, I'm vaccinated yeah. with what?" He's like, "I made something up myself, you know, the lemon juice and you know, apple cider vinegar." Shot this guy, uh, this guy with a tinfoil hat outside the arena told me uh, <laughs> if I took this syringe, then I'd be cured. Couldn't get COVID. Yeah. So, uh, the Nets will probably be like, "Okay, fine, good enough here." So yeah, I'm, honestly. I'm, yeah. Uh, for the Charlotte Hornets, embrace the future. I mean, uh, you got a lot of young pups on your team that you need to keep pushing. Uh, I, I'd like to see, you know, some more minutes to, to some of those guys, like a, like a JT Thor, uh, yeah. you know, just uh, just screw it. Because, I mean, right now they're they're just hanging on to that last playoff spot in the East. I don't think that they'd really, they're equipped right now to even make uh, too much noise. I mean, it's always good to, you know, get some playoff experience. But at the same time, you might as well just, you know, start, start embracing the future uh, and make some moves that, uh, you know, just give you guys some playing time because next year that's going to be your real year where you can kind of start to compete a little bit more uh yeah, obviously yeah. depending on how they can handle the offseason how they play in the draft and everything uh but yeah embrace the future hornets uh cause it's, yeah. it's looking like a bright one. Oh yeah yeah they've got a hell of a hell of a future and uh lamello um as long as he's there and you've got some complimentary pieces you, you guys are going to be exciting and yeah. that's something to be excited about 2022 oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we'll get them in. They'll be in the playoffs this year, man. That, that'll be fun. Michael yeah, Jordan I mean, on the sidelines in the playoffs. Hey, he'll probably be doing the fist pumps. He'll be uh, yeah. waiting for all the clutch shots. Uh, the Chicago Bulls uh, take in the moment before it's gone. 
Come on, Matt. Because this high that you guys are riding, it's not going to last all 2022. I'm sorry to say. I mean, as much as it's exciting for everybody in the league to watch, it's going to last. So uh, just uh, stop. You know, you can keep posting all your things about who people who are doubting the DeRozan uh, signing. Uh, maybe I'm yeah, sorry. I was one of them. Um, yeah. But let's, let's just take, them, take in your moment, embrace it, and savor it because it's, it's not here forever. Um, yeah. Cleveland, Cavaliers. Don't stop believing. Hold on <laughs> to that feeling. Um, but yeah, I mean, believe land. It's uh, yeah, Rondo. Woo! Yeah, Rondo. They've been playing, you know, above their heads uh, this year, and uh, you know, yes. they just keep doing it. They just believe that Evan Mobley is going to be uh, able to lead you. Did you see? And... Did you see Evan Mobley's wraparound Dr. J shot? Oh yeah, Kyle Kuzma daps him up. That was that was actually that actually made like I. I felt like it wasn't even getting enough hype. Like the, yeah. the, the caption wasn't even in all caps. Like, you know, when it's in all caps, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the sports center highlight or whatever, but uh, that was insane. He took off from so far. And like, that would be normal if he was like a, a guard or, a, but he's like a seven footer. I, I, I that, that, that blew my mind. Uh, and uh, wow. What a, what a special pickup they've got uh, in Mobley. He's going to be uh, one of the best big men in the league uh, for a while. For sure. Moving on now. To the Dallas Mavericks, cut your losses. It's never never too late to restart. Uh, just keep Luca wow. and just bomb the rest of the team. Just screw it. Get Jason Kidd out of there. That's not working. Uh, KP has been again. He's been playing good in Luca's absence and whatnot. I mean, it's just 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 cut your losses. It's okay. It's the start of a new year. Don't uh, you know, don't be attached to anything from your past. Just cut your losses. Sure. Yeah. 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 I don't hate that. I, I, if they went that route, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, the Denver Nuggets invest in some team doctors. I think that it's probably time. Uh, mm-hmm. Every year it seems like you guys are having some major, major injuries uh, to your star <laughs> players. I think it's time that you know you look at your uh, your medical staff and think you know maybe maybe or maybe your trainers. Just uh, there's something something up there in that high altitude that's uh, it's not quite helping. Yeah, so I, fo- focus on your uh, uh, you know take care of your chickens, take care of the bread, and take care of your players and your mentals. And uh, I think. I think someone, I, I think like people are sneaking away to ski or something and, you know, like getting, you know, falling off uh, yeah, you know, maybe. Falling down and, uh, you know, claiming it's basketball related because yeah, it's uh, it doesn't make sense. Uh, all those, you know, Porter and Murray and, and when is Jamal Murray coming back, by the way, that, that should also be part of their, their uh, resolution. Bring, bring that man back uh, ASAP by the end of the season. That'd be, that'd be incredible. Just in time for the playoffs, I'd be cool with it. Just get him a couple, oh, yeah. uh, couple tune-up games before then. Yeah, hopefully we do see Jamal Murray back out there. And I mean, again, the Nuggets looked uh, looked good without him. And I mean, if he's there, uh, yeah, we 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 could be seeing you know Nuggets uh, make a bit of a Cinderella run here. Uh, oh, yeah. The Detroit Pistons, uh, New Year's resolution: just lower your ticket cost. <laughs> I know that you got to pay for the <laughs> brand new. Pretty low. You gotta no, they're still too high, man. You gotta lower that shit. Like make it like twenty bucks, free beer nights, do something. Yeah. You gotta get the crowd. It's a, it's there's nobody there. I mean, people and are it, the only the only time people are there when the Raptors are there and the, yeah. everyone comes from Canada. People aren't people aren't even excited to see the number one overall pick. Yeah. I don't think that's really good for the guy to be walking into half full arena. So lower the ticket cost. Let's get some uh some Detroit basketball fans running in there. <laughs> yeah. Um Golden State Warriors. Don't be afraid to take a risk. Feel free, you know, yes. you got a real shot this year to contend. Don't be afraid to take that risk. Make a move, you know, send some Make a trade. Yeah. Try and find somebody out there. I mean, there's there's lots of guys on the block we've been talking about. We we would love to see the trade. I mean, the Warriors are, I think they're kind of like which one more piece away. And obviously they're getting clay back as well. So I mean, if uh 
they can find a way to, you know, get somebody on a, a cheaper deal that could really make an impact for them, I think they should definitely take that risk, make the move. I mean, uh, they got nothing else to lose. Imagine Miles Turner uh, out there uh, okay. on Golden State. I think I that'd mean, be a pretty good fit. I, I think it would be a great fit. The only thing is they have James Wiseman, so I just don't know. I know. Playing. I, I, not, he, not playing either. He would be great if he was playing, I think. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe he's a, a bust that uh, yeah. I, 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 I miss uh, I misviewed. Um, the we'll see. We'll see. Board your assets. Don't let go of anybody. Do the opposite. Don't take any risks. Just keep <laughs> young guys. Keep everybody that you've got right now rolling. And, uh, you know, and, and a little side uh, 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 resolution B, let John Wall play. Let him play. Or trade him. Either trade yeah. him or play him. Or release him. Do something. Just let, let, let us see John Wall get some minutes, man. We don't, we don't, we don't, Has he not played yet? Because they, no. they said he was going to play. Oh, well, is he injured still? As far no, as far as I know, he's he's good to go. He just hasn't played. Maybe I I'm not watching yeah. Houston Rockets basketball, but I'm yeah. Apologies, he's not playing. Yeah, well, yeah, 100 percent agree. Either get him out there on the court or or get rid of him. But uh, you know, free John Wall, one way or the other. Do the John Wall, John right. Wall. You got to do that after his first game back. You got to do that. Uh, you got to do the John Wall on the oh. pod. I do. I'll do the John Wall any, any day of the week. Uh, does doesn't nice. have, have anything to do with me. Uh, and you kind of mentioned this one: the Indiana Pacers news resolution: ship Miles Turner out of there, get him out of there, uh, both for your future, but both. <laughs> that for seems personal, Matt. You haven't named you haven't named a single, uh, you know, a specific player any other time. That seems that's wrong. Nah, just uh, just get ready. Just, yeah, there's, there's more. There's more coming. Don't worry. Just <laughs> uh but yeah just give the keys to sabonis get them somebody who's a little bit more complimentary uh even though again in my mind it makes sense but it just never actually works i'm not really sure why i think sabonis has got to play center man that's what i'm telling you yeah i think that's where he's he's best yeah yeah i i I agree on that uh the los angeles clippers be conservative don't (laughs) do anything else crazy steve ballmer we're getting Mm -hmm. a little concerned you've run this team into the dirt at this point just to get Kawhi and paul george you got nothing to show for it it, again, this year, like, there's no point. Like, wait for Kawhi to come back, roll through you've got, and just start collecting your picks again because you got no future. Uh, you got nothing going for you guys right now, uh, and it, it could be back to the days of the Clippers being the by far the worst team in the league by the time that Paul George and Kawhi are uh, are gone from uh, you know even just uh, from the team or perhaps just you know have dropped their play. Uh, you know, as they're they're both getting a little bit older. Uh, but yeah. be conservative with your moves and uh, with uh, how you decide to do things here on out. Uh, yeah, the Los Angeles Lakers trade Russell Westbrook. We need that guy oh. out of there. Get him out of there. Uh, I I think that you know you you tried it. It was a nice experience. Um, but this is a toxic relationship for for your team, and uh, you need to move on. You hey, I got I got a way new suitor. I've I got a way to um uh you know synergize is that the word? I, I I have a way to merge two resolutions. Westbrook for John Wall again. No one loses. And, yeah. Make it happen. Uh, Houston doesn't give a shit who they're paying $40 million or whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter to them. Get them over there. Uh, and, uh, you know, John Wall and the Lakers would be a slight upgrade, I think. Still be a bad fit, for sure. But yeah, slightly, still be slightly bad. better. <laughs> They'll definitely be bad. Yeah. Um, I mean. But I think, I think you know, John Wall and uh, Anthony Davis, at least, if you want to do the whole thing yeah. where, you know, uh, to – to set the team up when LeBron wants to rest, which he hasn't been able to do a single moment this, this season, but uh, you know, pick and roll between those guys might actually make uh, some more sense. Cause John wall, at least oh, I thought you were going to say the big, big blue nation connection. And yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky strong. And uh, you know, Drake would be at every game. 
uh, you know, for, from from here on out. But uh, you know, Ducky's it, here to win, not to watch you play. <laughs> um, but uh, I, you know, I I think it would make more sense. Uh, and and if you're the Lakers, that's that might be the best you can do. Uh, you know, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be great, but it can make slightly more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do it, do it. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies make a statement. This is the year to do it, man. Uh, I mean, they had the statement yeah. win against the Lakers. Uh, I, I'm a full. I'm, I'm starting to really buy into this Grizzlies team. Jaron Jackson Jr. is looking like a true number two guy next to uh, John Morant. Uh, I'm big on the, the Grizzlies right now. I think this year they win a playoff series. They've got to win a playoff series. they got to go out wow. there and really show that they're here. And, That'll be uh, tough. John That'll Morant. be tough. John Morant's the future of the league. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'd be, that'd be pretty sweet. I mean, I think they will be in a competitive first round series for sure. Cause they're looking like they're, they're up there. Like I think they're, they're still in fourth hanging on you know, yep. pretty tight. It looks like they're going to make the playoffs, uh, which is uh, crazy, but you know, the, some of the lower seeds uh, might be, you know, tough for them to deal with, but hundred percent uh, see them winning a series for sure. The Miami heat establish a plan B. Yeah. You all your eggs in one basket right yeah, now. It's Mario Chalmers and Chris Bosh pick and roll, man. That's the plan <laughs> yeah. B. Yeah, I, I think that right now you guys are getting very dangerously close to having a team of old guys on big contracts that uh, aren't going to be able to provide the minutes that they're providing for you currently. Um, so again, as much as I, I love the Heat this year, uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful here. Just make sure you have an escape plan here. Get the get yeah. the pod ready uh, for yeah. when you need to jump ship. Uh, the <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks don't settle. Don't settle for just one title. You gotta keep going. You gotta keep pushing because again, you. <laughs> They've got, they've got the chance to make a dynasty here. So uh, Milwaukee, don't even think about settling uh, with just one. Go for two, okay. not three, not four, not five, not six, whatever the hell LeBron. And actually make it happen this year. And yeah. I, 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 unlike unlike the last uh, you know prophet who uh, you know said those words, actually make it happen. Well, that'd be crazy. I mean, Giannis, if he does want to be like the all time all time great, he you you he want you want to go back to back at least, and then maybe even yep. try for a three peat because that really puts you in uh, elite elite company. What, 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 what if he got four? What if he was the first guy since, uh, you know, the Russell Celtics to get four? That'd be, uh, be pretty, pretty cool. I think I'd be calling it right now. They'd have to really get some movement going to the front office. Yeah, they would have, yeah but yeah, I mean, Lopez hey. in 2027, uh, not going to yeah. be the Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure he'll be, thing, uh, he'll be a little, he'll be like walking on stilts out there. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves make the playoffs for fuck's sakes. That should be your goal. Um, without Jimmy Butler, with a homegrown team that you didn't really, uh, you know, that you actually made proper moves to develop them and get everything going, uh, you know, behind guys you drafted mostly besides, you know, D'Lo. Uh, yeah, just make the playoffs. It's not that hard. Like, you're right in that spot. You want to be good, but you just can never seem to do it. So just yeah. make the playoffs. It's pretty simple. I think they've got, they've got one of the easiest ones here. Uh, just it'd be, make the playoffs. It'd be pretty embarrassing if they don't. Yeah. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. Fix Zion. Fix them. Just Get the duct tape out. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, uh, some massage therapy, yeah, duct tape. therapy. Duct tape. I, I I don't know what we can do to help fix this. Like I don't know if there's anything Jordan and I can do. If anyone from the Pelicans needs ideas or help, like we're willing to sit down with Zion and try and figure this whole thing out. But I mean, uh, yeah, we, they, we need to fix them. They don't. They they, they got to stop. Enough with the. Well, I mean get the smoothie king over to, to zion's place uh mm-hmm. get him uh, smoothies get get a salad chef over there yeah um you but know don't, don't invite the burger king. Salad. no do not do He's not spending too much time gumbo. with the burger king he needs the smoothie no more gumbo no no, no more, more uh crawfish you know boils as much as i've seen have you seen those tiktoks matt where they, they get they get they dump everything in there i've oh, never yeah. been to the louisiana you know 
seafood boil or whatever, but I would die too. Cause fuck that looks so good, but stop Zion. I'm sure you've had enough. You, it looks like you've had enough. Um, but, uh, either way, it's better to eat, <laughs> eat healthy, you know, for a while, try it out. I'm not, you know, I'm not telling anyone what to do, but, um, you know, smoothie King salad King, mm-hmm. um, uh, all, all, all the healthy foods and just, just see if it makes a difference. You know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but, uh, I, I think it might help you out a little bit, uh, you know, and, and then, yeah, get, get wrap the duct tape around your knees, around your feet, uh, and just get out there. The New Orleans needs you. You can always do the Charles Barkley diet. Uh, you know, if it tastes yeah. good, don't eat it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the New York Knicks. This one, I kind of went a little bit big brain on it. Um, and this and this is kind of – I this has got a bit of a longer point to it. So I, I I think that the New Year's resolution should be get the bing bong guy to do like a ceremonial tip-off or sing the national anthem or do like a pregame hype-up thing. Like all those guys need to be there in the arena because people would be going nuts. And I feel like that would oh, really yeah. kill this whole bing bong. Like the amount of people I walk across in my day-to-day life that just go, fuck your life. Like, I don't oh my know. god Come i on. know let's I just know. settle down like, i heard someone at starbucks the other day just like two employees someone said bing bong they're like what and they're like have you not heard that yeah oh, please please like, i, I get that's how memes go but it's again when you're on like the ground floor and you're like wow this is such a cool funny thing like it's really yeah. funny. now it's like every tiktok bing bong bing bong bing bong bing bong, bing bong. Like, <laughs> stop it okay let's kill it uh, it's killed when the, the the team around it or whoever around it acknowledges it so yeah Get that guy to do, yeah. If you can just come in and be like, uh, I think singing the national anthem, the Joe Byron guy should do that. Yeah, <laughs> that would be perfect. Oh man, a kiss. Hey yo, okay. And moving on, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, don't get greedy. Start yeah. moving some of those picks. You don't need all those picks. You're getting yeah. real greedy. Just move some. Yes, hundred percent. And uh, like I said, we, we 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 talked about you have Shea. And you have the the uh, Josh Giddy, who I, I texted you about the other day. I didn't realize he was a real TikTok guy. Like he actually you, makes he actually makes shitty little TikToks and uh, like thirst traps and everything. Like he is, uh, he might as well be a member of the hype house, man. I honestly came across him and I was like, oh, and just another tip TikTok guy, like on my for you. And I looked down at the name, I'm like Josh fucking Giddy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, but uh, you know, six six foot seven can actually ball. Uh, keep those guys together and Poku. Don't forget about Mr. Poku. Poku's gonna have an amazing 2022. By the way, I'm calling yeah. it right here. Poku uh, start thirst trapping on uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get him on TikTok. Um, yeah. But you know those three, and then yeah, do, do whatever you want. Trade for for Russell Westbrook again. You 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 know do do sure. something crazy. Do uh, you know uh, start winning now. That that's my advice. Don't hoard those picks. Yeah. Uh, the Orlando Magic take a trip to Germany, Deutschland. Uh, yes. I mean, Franz, Franz Wagner is looking like the real deal, uh, along with his brother Mo. Uh, yeah, I mean, thirty-eight. I think, I think that they they really need to they need to embrace uh, the, the the culture, and then I don't know, yeah, maybe trade for Isaiah Hartenstein, Maxi Kleba. <laughs> I mean, just go full German. Why not? Yeah, Everybody, there's yeah, one and- thing that I know Germans love is vacationing in Florida. So. Yes. Yes. And you know, <laughs> Dirk, Dirk might want to come back. I don't know how healthy he is. He, he, he had some injuries towards the end of his career, but if Chris Bosch can do it, Dirk can come back, yep. uh, you know, join his brothers on the, the magic. They might make the playoffs. Who knows? Yes, sir. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers ship Ben Simmons, get him out of there. Another one. That's like, just get rid of this toxicity around you. You just need to free yourself. Let yourself be free. Let him be free. It's, it's bad for both of you. It's uh, yes. If you're listening to this and you can relate to this, then, you know, set yourself free, set them free, just move on. This is not, uh, <laughs> this is not something that you should be involved with any longer. 
Yes, agree. Just do it. I, I've been waiting. I've been waiting every night for the, our emergency Ben Simmons is traded pod, yeah. uh, and I, I I want it. That that's my resolution to be ready for the Ben Simmons is traded emergency pod. Uh, make setting it alarms at random points in the day. Yeah, make it happen, baby. Um, moving on, the Phoenix Suns. I know you're gonna like this one. Get CP3 a ring. That should be yes. your only yes. goal. Just get Chris Paul a ring. He's uh one of the the only players left uh, that doesn't have one uh, in the NBA that uh, truly deserves one. Uh, yep. I mean, Harden's probably the second, but yeah, Chris Paul deserves a ring before it's all said and done. And uh, the window's closing. So Phoenix, this is the year. Get himself a ring. Yep, get him a ring. Because speaking of window, my my Raptors tickets off again. Yeah, uh, yep. <laughs> I figured that yeah. when I saw the 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 thousand person yep. capacity in Ontario. Yeah, that's not gonna be me. I'm not quite quite there yet. I'm not gonna be in the in the thousand. So fuck me, I guess. Uh, well, hopefully, <laughs> you know, uh, if Chris Paul wins a ring this year and like in the ceremony, just on the spot retires, I'm gonna kill him. Like that that will be so. I will be so mad. Uh, but I'll be happy for him that he, that he got a ring. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully he gets a ring, has one more in the gas, and I can go see him uh, next year or something. That's another one of my resolutions. I'm going to make a list, too, for me. Nice, nice. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, a uh, bit of a Spaceballs reference here. Do something. Do literally <laughs> anything, Portland. Do something. Uh, we're, we're sick of here sitting you – blah, blah, blah. We're, here, we're sick of sitting here watching you sit on your hands. Uh, every season. I mean, they got new front office. Maybe we'll see something. Uh, it's a new new year, so let's 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 do something. Let's set a new team culture. Uh, with uh, with, yeah. with the Trailblazers, let's make some moves. Uh-huh. Get Dame some goddamn help, or get him out of there. Uh, do literally anything. McCollum uh, for Kevin Love, the swap. Do it. Yep. Do it. Do it. Yep. Do, do it. it. They should do it. Um, moving on to the, a purple team that we don't talk about. Reach five hundred. Uh, that should be self explanatory. If you actually want to be featured on this podcast, reach five hundred. Yep. That's it. Yep. Go, uh, the San Antonio Spurs get Popovich the all-time record for most wins as a coach. He's only eleven wins away. It should happen oh, in twenty twenty-two. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Unless disaster, unless there's a, some sort of disaster, uh, they should do it. Eleven game winning streak to start the year. That would be beautiful. They should That'd do it. Be- so and then uh, he should retire. You should retire right then. Yeah, right I mean he could. Why not? Screw it. Is yeah, that anything? Yeah, he, he's. I, I I can't see him. I can't see him coach another like a playoff series where they're the eight seed and they're you know yeah. clearly going to get destroyed. I I, I can't see it. I, you got to put me out of my misery, pop. But yeah, I want you to get get the record and then retire, please. It's unfortunate Becky Hammond just took that. Uh, that yeah, I was going to say uh, the Aces in the WNBA. Uh, I would have liked to see highest her. paid highest paid uh, WNBA coach now. Good for yeah. good for Becky. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely good to see her uh, lock up some bread there. Uh, but you know, yeah, I, I, I would have liked to see her take the reins from Popovich. Kind of looked like that was really yeah. good as we're going, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. You, you go, girl. Um, yeah. Toronto <laughs> Raptors, get healthy and let us in. Let us in. Let us get to the games for fuck's sake. Lower the ticket prices. There's no reason that they should be this high right now. And then you got one thousand people in here. Like, what the hell are we supposed to do? Like, you think I like sitting here watching it on TV every single time? Like, yeah, sure, it's nice. But I would love to actually be in there, uh, you know, pay $25 for a freaking uh, watered-down yeah. Molson Canadian or whatever the hell do they sell there. I mean, <laughs> give me, let me have that experience again. It's been, it's been two years, yeah, been, year and a half, yeah, something like that. Last game yeah. I saw, I went to was uh, DeRozan when he dunked on uh, Chris Boucher uh, a, couple, a year and a half or so ago. Uh, yeah. didn't go to any games when they won the championship. Uh, so that was a little disappointing. Um, yeah, me neither. 
But uh, I mean, that was the expensive man. Too, was too high. High. Oh yeah, yeah. Way, too, way too much. Unless you guys want to start, uh, you know, uh, pumping up uh, some random e-transfers to Flegel and I for all this free content, then maybe we can. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be nice. Together. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll go to a game uh, on you guys. Uh, the Utah Jazz, get cocky, get confident, start talking your talk. I mean, you yeah. guys are one of the best teams in the NBA, uh, have been for the last couple seasons now. There's no reason these guys shouldn't have a bit of a head on the shoulders. You know, they're, they're being modest and they're, they're acting like they've been there before, which, you know, is a, is a good thing. But I have no problem if these guys want to start, you know, I think that they're one small step away from embracing, you know, the villain uh, motif because yeah. they already play a hard defensive game and a lot of teams don't like playing them already. Like a lot of guys hate Rudy Gobert. Uh, so, I mean, I think that they should embrace it. They should just go full villain, start to, start talking some talk. Yeah, yeah, just do what Gobert and Miles Turner did, like big fucking take the lead and just hug it and grab yeah. it by the and shake it a little bit and take uh, it up. Yeah, do your thing. Yeah. And the last team for their news resolution, the Washington Wizards, just find your identity, find yourselves. That's what you need to do because right now you're a solid team, but nobody really knows what you are. You're just kind of a team of a bunch of guys jumbled up together that play decently. So we need to see the Wizards, uh, you know, find an identity and uh, figure out, well, no, well, what they need to do to move forward and yeah. be successful. And uh, that that that, that caps off of our uh, our 2022 New Year's resolutions for each NBA team. And uh, I think that yes, if each team follows this, then they'd uh, they'd have a lot of success. Yes, yes, agreed. And w- quick thoughts on on the last one with Washington. Sometimes you have to let go of your best player to find out who you are. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. that sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if all these teams, uh, you know, take our advice, I think they'll be better for it. And, uh, you know, we'll see. I know some teams will, but I also know some teams won't. Naughty, naughty teams. Bad. Yes. Naughty, 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 naughty. Nice. Uh, but everybody, thank you again for listening to Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, this month, uh, the month of December was our, our best month yet, uh, crushing our previous uh, listenership record. So, uh, again, can't thank you guys enough for uh, the continued support. Uh, yes, thank uh, you. Keep trying to uh, rate us five stars, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, I had people, someone tell me recently, I'm not going to name his name, Miko, uh, that he didn't know how to rate episodes five stars or something. And it's like, you don't rate the episode, you rate the podcast. You freaking. Oh, Miko. Um, but uh, yeah, so just hop onto the, the the front page. It should say, you know, rate, leave a review. You don't got to leave a review. It'd be cool if you did, but, you know, just give us five stars. Uh, you know, it goes a long way, helps us up, uh, boost our way up the, the charts, uh, makes us a little bit more discoverable. But, Again, yep. it's up to you. If you want to give us one star, whatever. But we, we, we will find you in these streets. Yes. Uh, if, if you do. Um, yeah, you got to leave a name with these reviews. So Yeah, we'll, that's true. Uh, we'll yeah, if you're, if you're giving us a one star, I want to see the name and I want yeah. you to give me an address. The address you know. you. No problem. Yeah. Legal show up. You, you know, if you don't know us in real life, we're really scary. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you don't want to do this. Uh, you don't want the smoke. Uh, yeah. but anyways, again, everybody, thank you so much for the continued support. Uh, follow us, uh, to, at big dog ball talk, uh, especially on Twitter. Uh, definitely where we're most active, but, uh, we're on Instagram, TikTok, uh, as well. Uh, I think we're even on Facebook. Uh, but again, TikTok's definitely we are. We in, are. The new, in the new year. We're going to be, uh, maybe trying to roll out some more video content, maybe posting full podcasts on YouTube. If you want to see our handsome yeah. faces, uh, while we deliver this content, I mean, right now, uh, we just got out of bed. I'm wearing a, a nice baggy Packers t-shirt and a, and a hat with a money bag on it. If uh, that intrigues anybody and Flegel is just looking <laughs> like a, uh, uh, like a young DiCaprio, uh, as, as per usual. Uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's been, a uh, it, it'll it'll be a great year. Uh, we're looking forward to it uh, with all of you guys. And uh, thank you for listening. And as my friend Jordan always says, yeah, keep uh, you know keep your head up because uh, Drake could just walk into your place of work at any yeah. time. And uh, 
you know, you, you want to be ready for it. You, yeah, yeah, you definitely don't want to just be taking a photo from a security camera when you missed it. That was yeah. yeah. Whoever that yeah. was. Yeah, so Drake, yeah, Drake did come into the, the, the grocery store where I work. Before I started, work there, but only by a few days. And uh, yeah, I got the, the, my, my co-worker, Joshua, shout out Joshua, uh, sent me the, the video. We, we got him. He's friends with one of our cashiers. Big crowd of people uh, outside of the, the front of our, our store, kind of crowding around him. You can see right in the background my building right there. I, I could have walked out a second later. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing that day, but uh, you got him on the podcast. Well, yeah, of course. If he comes back, I'm going to ask him. Believe me. And uh, I saw the other day, uh, Christmas Eve, he was just downtown Toronto giving people fucking stacks of twenties just randomly. I'm like, Drake, New Year's Eve, come, you know, stay in your area. This is where your mom lives. You, you, you're going to want to come back to your friend, bring some stacks. I will be there. Uh, I'm working today uh, uh, when this podcast is up, Christmas Eve. Sorry, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. Um, come back, give me, give, give me what I need, what I deserve, and uh, you know, hopefully, I'll get my my picture with Drake autograph, and we'll get him on the pod. That that's my resolution, my, my final one, and then I'll, I'll mark it down. Biggie Drake, check me out. <laughs>